we have to shift, uh, let's say, our focus in uh, creating something that's optimized for a search audience and start writing, um, you know, serving our honest opinions and talk about things that we really know. You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with me, Jason Hunt. The mission with this show is to discuss all things marketing, sales, and mindset. It's my hope for entrepreneurs like you to get the most from your efforts so that you can focus on what you do best. Let's go. Hey, podcast listeners. This is episode 114 of the Merged Marketing Podcast. And this episode is all about content marketing and how content marketing plays a pivotal role in your business and driving organic traffic from Google over to your website. We're gonna explore some of the tactics that my guest George deploys in his content marketing business, and we're gonna talk about the future of content marketing and how you can stay ahead of the curve. Without further ado, here's my chat with George from Minutia. You are listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast, and on this episode 114, we're talking to George Chasatos, and he is from Minutia, and we're going to be geeking out on content marketing today. Uh, George is a managing director at Minutia, uh, which is a content and SEO agency helping SaaS and tech companies drive organic growth. George, welcome to the show. Jose, it's good to be here. Thank you very much. Definitely. And uh, this is something that obviously we've talked about in a lot of previous episodes because it is relevant to SEO and that is content marketing. So George, maybe you can enlighten our audience and give us a bit of uh, background on where you come from and what led you into SEO and content marketing. Sure. So like many people, I guess, uh, who, who are in, agency, in the agency world right now, uh, I started as a freelancer. And uh, I started uh, picking up my first gigs in Upwork, uh, believe it or not. And um, I worked there for, I guess, a couple of years uh, doing small projects and helping clients with all sorts of things, like from really from Facebook ads to doing reports for them uh, on social media and um, pretty much everything. I started doing data entry uh, and I think <laughs> this says a lot. Uh, but after a while, I realized that uh, this is not really the, the, the route I want to, to take, you know. And if I want to um, stop worrying about uh, getting uh, the, the, uh, the good reviews on uh, Upwork, I have to start developing, let's say, another way of generating new clients for my uh, freelancing business. So I started uh, posting on LinkedIn and um, gradually got started getting some traction. And then uh, one day I got a message from a SaaS founder from a very small SaaS, um, which was based back in, um, which was based in Greece actually. And uh, she was like, you know what? I see what you post and we would like to uh, work with you. We need some help with marketing. Could you help us with that? I was like, okay, sure. I have nothing better to do. Uh, and essentially, this was uh, a way for me to um, get into SaaS, which was exciting for me at that time. Um, so I did that for a while, still as a freelancer. And at some point, I realized that, you know what, either I'm going to work at a SaaS company uh, or I'm going to uh, build something bigger um, so that I start developing a team and it's not, you know, uh, one month so. So I did that back in 2020. I launched Minusia as a uh, as one person essentially with a couple of freelancers and um, obviously 2020 wasn't the best year to launch a new business because of you know COVID happened in the world 
but eventually, I guess that even though in the beginning it's so like it's not the best time to launch a new business, it was a, a great time to launch an agency. You know, uh, if you were persistent and uh, if you uh, were patient enough. Um, and so right now we are uh, six people and we have three open roles. Uh, we are hiring actively. And um, I would say that things are going uh, well uh, at this point. Yeah, I think that is one business that has probably been a good one to start in 2020 is a digital agency. Um, I mean, our agency had to do a huge pivot. Uh, obviously, when it hit, we were working with a lot of food and Bev and restaurants. And then we kind of pivoted to a lot of home renovations and real estate and financial services and things like that. These businesses that were thriving post pandemic. So it's definitely a good time to jump into digital marketing because I'd like to think of it as kind of a recession proof industry. People are always going to need to be online and on digital, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great opportunity for agencies right now. And as you mentioned, like at some point, um, in some cases, you you may have to also uh, pivot in order to survive, and things will eventually get better. Uh, so it's a great time for agencies. Yeah. So in terms of SEO, I mean, there's so many different areas of SEO. Which one is your particular favorite? We are focused heavily on content and. Um, I would say that when it comes to uh, SEO is way more complex than it used to be. You know, uh, back in uh, a few years ago, just a few years ago, uh, all you had to do is just insert some keywords on the page, uh, follow some best practices when it comes to on-page optimization, uh, maybe earn a couple of links, and that's it, okay? And maybe in some cases that's enough nowadays as well. But if we are talking about SEO um, in, in, in a bigger scale, and if we are talking about SEO for... Uh, in very competitive niches, I would say that this is not this is not enough. Okay, um, yes, things that used to matter in the past, like content uh, and on-page optimization and links and so on and so forth, still matter in many cases. But I would say that uh, the way uh, Google and other search engines get an understanding of you know how the uh, what's important on a page and how they evaluate. Uh, a website and a page um, gets way more complex. And in that sense, I would say that the the work that we do uh, as as SEOs, let's say, um, gets more more difficult, okay? And now we're talking essentially about a multidimensional uh, role um, that requires uh, teams uh, to to work uh, seamlessly uh, and teams from, you know, other teams from um, different... Um, um, segments inside a company. So it's not easy. Uh, our main focus is on content and content marketing uh, because practically we have tried doing other things like technical SEO, for example, which uh, is important, don't get me wrong, uh, is, is more important when it comes to bigger websites. Uh, but our focus is here because this is what we feel uh, is our best fit. You know, This is where we find that our clients get the most value out of our services. So we mostly focus on content creation, uh, con ideation um, and um, doing everything uh, around content uh, and in many cases uh, getting that to a, to a bigger scale as well not just publishing a couple of blog posts per, per week um, but uh, more complex projects uh, for you know websites that want to scale their operations I think it's so important to talk about um, 
how you micro it, you know, how you micro SEO, just one certain function within the SEO umbrella. And you guys are all in on content marketing. Um, I think a lot of people, um, they breeze over uh, that important fact is, is that it's not just, oh, SEO, oh, just clump SEO. Here's a here's a package pricing. We're going to do all this for you. There's a lot more to it than just that, that you really need to break down. You do need to focus on industry and competitors and all of these things when you go to come up with a content plan. So let's talk a little bit about coming up with that content plan for a client. What does that look like for you? Um, is there a process in place that, that you follow every single time for every single client? How does that work? Uh, the, the usual thing that our clients are interested in when they come to us is obviously to grow their organic traffic. And I would say that um, the organic traffic, in organic traffic in general as a metric is uh, hugely overrated, okay? I don't know what it is that makes organic traffic so important, but it's not, okay? And in many cases, uh, especially when organic traffic doesn't trans translate into business impact, I, can't, I really can't understand why it's, it's so important. But in any case, our clients come to us because they want to increase their organic traffic. Okay, So part of the plan that we compile for them has to include um, you know, keywords, uh, terms that people are looking for, a search audience is looking for actively uh, when uh, in different stages of their uh, life cycle um, journey, let's say. Okay? So our job is obviously to identify those terms and um, recently we came up with a way of assigning um, uh, different uh, weights to different metrics that we use when it comes to choosing uh, the right keywords to go after. Because as you can imagine, um, we can't do all at once. Okay, We have to prioritize things and say that this is a good term to go after based on what's important to us at this point. Uh, maybe what's important to us at this point is the search volume. Okay, Maybe... Uh, it's the CPC. Maybe it's uh, it's the keyword difficulty that the term may have. Okay, so what we do is that we give a weight to all these metrics and some proprietary metrics that we have came up with, and essentially tell to our clients that these are the terms that we have identified for you know your category. Um, this is the opportunity score that we have assigned based on the weights that we have assigned to each of these of the metrics that we are using, and essentially. Uh, these are the highest priorities for us, but I would say that this is only one part of the equation, okay? Because yes, you can create content that's, let's say, quote-unquote, optimized for a search audience, but in our experience, this isn't enough, okay? You have to start getting attention in the form of backlinks, in the form of social search, in the form of online discussions, you know, and anything uh, that could essentially tell Google that you know what, this is a website that you have to pay attention to, okay? Because they consistently push content that it's not only good in terms of, you know, it has the right entities in the page uh, so that uh, you get a good understanding of what the page is all about, but also it uh, makes people want to talk about it, refer to it when they are writing a piece of con, you know, on a, on a similar topic and so on and so forth. So, what we are doing right, uh, right now is that we push our clients toward, uh, towards a different direction, which is essentially, yes, we maintain an editorial calendar with, uh, quote-unquote, uh, content that's optimized for a search audience, okay? And at the same time, we really have to think very hard about linkable assets, content that will allow us to get attention 
and not only by actively promoting the con, but also by passively acquiring, you know, backlinks and so on and so forth. So I would say that, uh, as I mentioned, we break that break things down nowadays into uh, two categories, two buckets. Uh, we have content that's optimized for a search audience, and at the same time, we have content that will generate, you know, um, backlinks, social shares will get attention in some way or another uh, because attention um, helps us at the end uh, of the day with with our SEO efforts as well. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, many of the things you said there, specifically talking about how organic traffic is just organic traffic and why is that, you know, why is people so fixated on getting all this traffic to their website? That's great and all, but you need that traffic to be sticky. Need that traffic to stick around your site and want to keep coming back. So, with that being said, how does social media play into the equation with your strategy? We have been experimenting with QPromote uh, uh, lately, uh, and we have seen great results. And uh, when I say experiment, we do this uh, for, for our own website first. Uh, recently, we published a, a blog post uh, on on a case study that we have uh, seen uh, from a SaaS company that has grown significantly over the last um, you know, couple of years when it comes to organic search. And we made this a case study, okay? Um, we asked, obviously, permission from the company and we made this a case study. And we said, you know what? Uh, let's use QPromote, which is a tool uh, that uh, you can use to promote, let's say, the con that you have created in different formats, uh, by the way, uh, on social media. Uh, and we used it and um, the, the page, the blog post that we published has, has got essentially uh, very good attention and social search, search on Twitter and so on and so forth. And I'm not saying that we have seen, you know, a direct correlation, uh, but if you check uh, that specific page that we have published on our blog um, a couple of months ago, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it, it has organic visibility as well, okay? So uh, for me, it's not a direct correlation, you know, that this is what caused the getting the organic visibility, but I would say that social media um, is important and should be a part of the equation. Um, for our clients, uh, at this point, um, we do not do, you know, uh, promotion on social media. This is not part of our service uh, yet. Uh, but all in all, uh, I would say that indirectly, uh, I definitely see a benefit of something goes well on social media. Uh, it has higher chances of getting well and going well uh, from an organic standpoint as well. Yeah, totally. Especially if you get high intent traffic hitting your website because they Googled a certain keyword and they land on your blog. That is a very warm audience. So you can get a very specific Facebook or Instagram ad in front of in the means of a retargeting ad. But it only really works if you're getting enough traffic to your site as well. Real quick, guys. Are your messages on social media falling on deaf ears? Are you having trouble converting those leads from social media? Well, there's a better way to do it. And that is by use of a lead magnet, something that provides immense value to your target audience that's irresistible and they can't say no. The goal here is to get that contact information from your ideal clients off of social media so you can put them into a nurture sequence so they can know, like, and trust you. If this sounds of interest to you, we've done dozens and dozens and dozens of these type of campaigns for our clients and we can help you out as well. Head on over to merged.ca and book your discovery call today. M-E-R-G-E-D dot C-A. 
So I want to talk about the behaviors, George, and and what, what's so important about behaviors when it comes to content marketing and the behaviors those users are taking on a website. Can you speak a little bit to, the, to that? I would say that uh, in order to talk about behaviors and, you know, what's to, to try to understand what's important for uh, a visitor on a page, uh, we really have to consider what they expect at the end of the day to, to, date, to get from that page, okay? Uh, to give you an example, once again, from our own website, we have a, a post that we published maybe one year ago uh, on blog post templates, okay? Now, obviously, as an agency, we do not expect to, to generate uh, not one dollar uh, from a, a post that talks about blog post templates, okay? But believe it or not, this is the main driver of organic traffic for our blog, okay? We have visitors coming on the, on the, on the post uh, every single day. Why? Because we have made it uh, ridiculously easy for someone to get what they have in mind, okay? And what do they have in mind? I want a free uh, template that I can use for a blog post that I have in mind to create, okay? We don't have it, we don't have the con gated. Everyone can just, you know, simply download the, uh, the templates and that's it, you know, no emails, no nothing. And I would say that here, for me, if someone comes on the page and just stay for 30 seconds, you know, that's not a high bounce rate or anything like that. I would say that the page serve, serves its purpose and it does so very successfully because people get what they want and what they uh, were thinking they had in mind in the first place, okay? So I would say when we talk about behavior, uh, we definitely have to um, think about things on a case-by-case -case basis because uh, every case is different, okay? Uh, in the example that I mentioned, someone who searched for who, who's searching for low-cost templates, all they need is a template that they can download and start using right away. Okay, they don't want to read a guide that's ten thousand words long. Uh, no, uh, so yeah, behavior here can be explained differently uh, than uh, the behavior of a visitor uh, that expects to get something different uh, from a page. Okay, uh, just to give an example here, maybe a person has a very specific. Uh, job that they need to uh, to do. For example, I'm looking for a presentation software because guess what? I want to create a presentation. In that case, the expected behavior and the behavior that, let's say, we would consider as the acceptable one to say that our page is successful and our efforts are, are successful is to land on the page and obviously based on the offer that we have, let's say that we have a free trial, uh, people to stick on the page and sign up for uh, a free trial with our product, okay? And so I would say that when it comes to behavior and judging and evaluating uh, whether or not the behavior that users take on a website on, on a specific page uh, is the one that, you know, we want and that satisfies us uh, heavily depends on uh, actually what people expect to see and expect to get from that page. 100%. And I mean, it's uh, you, any sort of search traffic that hits your website, there's very high intent there. You know, you're they're looking for a solution to the problem and they're landing on your blog or service page. Right. Um, and, and that's important to note. Much different than social media, obviously, where there's zero intent behind those users. Um, now, in terms of the future, which is this episode's about really content marketing, the future of content marketing. Where do you see content marketing going in 24 months from now and then maybe in five years from now? Okay, that's a great question. I think that in order to understand uh, the future of content marketing, we have to understand where we are at right now. And 
where we are at right now is we have a sea of uh, seamless when it comes to you know the way people are doing conmart okay because with the rise of conduct optimization tools and don't get me wrong we are using them as well for our clients and for for ourselves for our own con but with the rise of those tools we can see clearly nowadays uh, as a rising issue uh, what many people call as copycat content okay which essentially is that in order for me to be able to be in the position to rank for a specific term, I have to do essentially what's acceptable, quote unquote, acceptable by Google, which means I have to do what the top ranking pages are doing. Okay. And in many cases, the content looks very much alike to what's already ranking in the top positions. Okay. And I believe that, um, as I mentioned, this is heavily connected with the rise of content optimization tools. But at the same time, what we see uh, copycat content lacking is perspective and opinion, okay? It doesn't have opinion. It doesn't have perspective. It feels plastic. And I would say that where we feel con marketing going is really um, sharing honest opinions uh, and um, stories and um, anything uh, that's uh, not plastic, as I mentioned previously, uh, but feels real, okay, on a on a human level, so that we can connect with our audience um, in a uh, in an and establish an emotional connection, uh, which is extremely important. So I would say that uh, if we are if we are talking about the future of content marketing, we definitely believe that storytelling is definitely a part of the equation. Opinionated contrarian content is definitely uh, a part of you know where content marketing will will go. Uh, why? Because I would say copycat content may work up until up until this point, but it's one of these loopholes that sooner or later Google will, you know, figure out uh, when it will become a, a problem that's big enough for them. And guess what? Guess what? It will not it will not work um, as good as it, as it may work right now. So, but at the same time, something that uh, you know, at least at this point. Um, none of these tools and AI generated con tools uh, can can do is generate opinion okay and generate perspective on things uh, because I, I guess that you need human consciousness in order to to do that uh, this is why I believe that the future of con marketing um, definitely includes uh, storytelling opinion and perspective Sounds to me, um, you know, the needle is moving more and more towards the importance of authenticity. And what is more authentic than social media? Really, like if you think about it, like, like you're talking about, George, you know, the opinions and things like that, that people are actually, you know, humanizing their brands on social media. Now, SEO just kind of needs to catch up. You know what I mean? Where it's at a point where they're kind of, you know, all in one. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, that's a great point. And I, and I think that... Um, as I mentioned, it may work right now, and obviously we are all we all benefit from it. Yeah, definitely we all benefit from it, and we as an agency, like we do that. Okay, mm. but at the same time, um, we cannot oversee the fact that um, most of the con nowadays out there. Uh, another reason why you know we have copycat con is because the con is written by people who, in many cases, are not real experts in that specific topic that they are covering. So I would say uh, that. We have to shift, uh, let's say, our focus in uh, creating something that's optimized for a search audience and start writing, um, you know, serving 
our honest opinions and talk about things that we really know. And as you mentioned, social media is a great you know, place for real conversations and opinions to be shared. Um, and hopefully this will uh, be part of the SEO, let's say, uh, game uh, in the future as well. Awesome, George. Uh, how, how are you marketing yourself right now? How are we marketing ourselves? Uh, so we started a podcast that's going really well. Uh, this the SaaS SEO. So uh, go check it out and uh, subscribe uh, where we interview uh, essentially thought leaders and the best minds in our industry, in the SaaS world. Uh, and we want to learn, obviously, uh, from them and open up our circle of connections, uh, our network. Um, at the same time, we are very active when it comes to content uh, that we publish on uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn has been a great platform uh, for connections and for um, getting new clients and business. Um, and we keep pushing and you know creating content and publishing content there. Uh, we do podcasts like this one, obviously. And at the same time, when it comes to, we, we used to do uh, blogging uh, on, on our blog in the, in the way that I, I guess many, many agencies fall for that trap. Let's, let's target a keyword, uh, what we say to our clients essentially. Let's target a keyword and go after that keyword and, you know, we know our work very well. Let's, let's make it run. But really, like this isn't going to generate business for you as an agency. So we, we shifted our focus and now we publish, I would say, different content that gets the attention that we need and starts conversation conversations with people. And believe it or not, people mention that in our discussions uh, that I was reading this blog post that you published on your blog and so on and so forth, which means that it resonates. And at the same time, you have to think about the business model as well. We are an agency. We are a low volume business. We don't care about getting you know, 1,000 visitors from a blog post templates blog post. It has no value for us. But if we get you know, five people who will who will be interested based on a piece of content we have published on our blog, that's, let's say, a bit contrarian or uh, whatever, that's great. That's exactly what we want. So we think a lot of how we will constantly, you know, uh, be in the position to generate these kind of ideas and communicate them to the right people so that they, so that they resonate with them and, um, you know, uh, essentially allow us to grow. Awesome. George, this has been great. Love geeking out on SEO and content marketing. So I appreciate you taking the time to join us today. If our audience has any questions for you, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Sure. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to reach out, uh, Georgios Kasiotis. Uh, and uh, also uh, go check our website, minusia.com, double T, and uh, check our blog posts. Uh, they are really awesome, if you ask me. <laughs> Awesome. George, uh, it, we end every episode with the same question. And that question is this. If you can choose one person dead or alive to represent your company, who would it be and why? One person to represent my company. Okay. Uh, that's, that's an interesting one. Dead or alive. Okay. I would say I would choose. Hmm. That's a tricky question. I don't know why, but I would say Barack Obama for some reason. Ooh, okay, okay. We've had a couple of Obamas on this show. And why, I, I why Barack? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess that uh, he will be able to communicate our message in a, in a, in a very effective way. <laughs> awesome. That's great. George, thanks again for joining us. And we will be talking to you again soon. 
Thank you for listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast and it would mean the world to me if you went on over to our podcast platforms to leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. If you are or you know somebody who would make for a great guest on the Merged Marketing Podcast, go on over an email, podcast at merged.ca. Thanks again, everybody. Don't settle for good. Be great.